Are you sick of diets, but you want to feel really freaking comfortable in your body? Great, then you've come to the right place. Join me, Melissa Ronda, fearless and forthright weight loss expert who helps busy women ditch diets, stop eating their feelings, and take their power back for good. My kids are home on spring break and my office doesn't have a door on it and I'm struggling. (laughs) We're not a family that goes away for spring break. It just doesn't work with my husband's schedule. It's just like not the time that we vacation or whatever. And so I'm home, my kids are home and I'm huddled in my bedroom trying to record this podcast for you. And I just thought I would share that with you because I'm pretty sure I don't give off the impression that that I've got all my shit together. But just in case you thought that I did, I wanted to go ahead and let you know that that's not true. (laughs) Today's podcast, we're going to be talking about the thing that must change first before anything else can change. You can buy a weight loss program. You can buy a Whole30 cookbook. You can buy some protein powder. You can buy cute little meal prep containers. You can get a gym membership. Should I just keep going on? Or you get the idea, right? You can do all of those things, but that will not work until you do this thing first. In my community, which I just changed the name of it, by the way, it's called Bad Bitches Losing Weight, which I find it so much more accurate for the lady that's in there. So I will put a link in the show notes if you'd love to join us there. I do Facebook Lives pretty much daily in there. I bring a lot of value, a lot of content, and we'd love to have you there. But I changed the name of the community to Bad Bitches Losing Weight because when I was doing a Facebook Live last week, so Facebook Lives are, they're different than recording a podcast. You get the energy of the listeners real time and you're just saying something and you just say it once and that's it. I love doing Facebook Lives because what happens is I just trust the process and I just say whatever I'm thinking without any repercussions, without worrying if somebody likes it or not. In this day, I had not planned this, but I started talking about being a bad bitch and the ladies loved it. What's interesting now is that I listened to the last two episodes of my own podcast and I realize why I really like to reclaim the word bad bitch because throughout my childhood I was told that I was bad, that I was selfish, that I was a little bitch. So to me, to take those words back feels really empowering. But I can understand why it would feel empowering to you as well. Because see, a bad bitch is a fighter. She's not a victim. She doesn't feel guilty about doing shit for herself. And she doesn't care what other people think about it. And she likes doing hard things. I was telling the ladies that, to me, a bad bitch, like, I have a theme song and I suggest that you find one too. Now, I have specific music that I like to listen to before I record anything. And that is a proprietary secret. (laughs) I can't tell you what I listen to. But I will tell you that I have a theme song, and my theme song is Short Skirt, Long Jacket by Cake. This is an older song, but the song is about this woman who is just a bad bitch, and she has got her shit together. 
to me, that's the epitome of what I aim to be. That's the bad bitch that I want to be. And I can see why you'd want to be that too. I want to track back a few steps here and tell you a little story about the old Melissa. When I was a teenager and, and arguably beyond, I liked any boy that liked me. I didn't do any choosing. It was just, if he liked me, then that must be good enough for me. This is probably all that I deserve. Who am I to be choosy? I don't want to seem ungrateful and a spoiled little bitch. I told you that shit that our parents tell us changes the course of our entire lives. I was the opposite of a bad bitch. And if the idea of becoming a bad bitch really resonates with you, it's probably because that story does as well. It's probably because you put everyone else's needs before your own. It's probably because you care for other people and you don't understand why they don't care in the magnitude for you that you do for them. You're probably used to settling. You're probably used to not getting your needs met. So the idea that you can have this alter ego that sweeps in and you are now a bad bitch and you are getting your needs met and you are carving out time for yourself so you can meal prep and you can exercise. You're in the gym lifting heavy weights and doing hard things. You're the woman who can do it all and finds balance and boundaries. Of course, the idea of being a bad bitch is so fucking enticing. So I guess the next question would be, how do you become a bad bitch? I mean, we all really want to be a bad bitch, right? We know what we are right now. We know what we want to be and we know why we want to be it. So how do you become a bad bitch? Well, first, I think what you need to do is decide. You have to decide that you don't like the way things are right now. And I truly believe the only time you're going to change is if the situation you are in right now is more uncomfortable than changing. So if the situation you're in right now becomes so uncomfortable that you can't bear it anymore, that's when you change. So you need to decide that what it is right now is unbearable and you're going to vow to change it. Now, you don't need to believe that you have all of the answers right now. I think that's where it can get overwhelming for a lot of women. But you do need to vow not to stop. Some women will actually get caught up in a weight loss journey and say, well, what if I lose the weight and I can't keep it off? And, and I don't really know this and I don't really know. Listen, all you need to do is to be open to the idea that you may need more information. See, this is where women get tripped up. They'll screw up and they'll say, well, that didn't work. See, I knew it. See, I knew it. I'm used to not getting what I want. I'm used to settling. I'm used to being unhappy. This is all I deserve. And then you go back into that victim space, right? That's not a bad bitch. What a bad bitch does is she looks at that information and goes, well, shit, that didn't work. What am I going to do? Bigger, better, and more badass the next time, right? So if you make a shitty decision, 
that gives you a shitty result, look back at it, reflect on it, and say, what can I do differently next time? Sometimes it's more abstract, like maybe you're hanging around the people that their goals are not aligned with yours. So you're out eating fondue on a Friday night and you're like, what the fuck? This is not what I wanted to be doing with my life. I wanted to be making healthier choices. Sometimes it's something as little as you're not drinking enough water. What you need to do is create a plan because all good projects need a well thought out plan. And let's consider this project badass. So I've said it before and I said it a million times and I'll pound my head against this microphone when I tell you this is why I love meal prepping because I'm used to working with women who are not used to putting themselves first, but they can accept the idea that they can carve out two hours on a Sunday and then they don't have to deal with all of that shit all week long. So you've got to have a plan in place. You've got to make sure you're meal prepping. You have to make sure that you're intentional with your fitness. So carve that out, put it on your calendar, set alarms on your phone and make sure it happens. But here's the bottom line. And this may be so simple and yet it's the most complicated for women who struggle. Bad bitches do shit that they don't want to do just because they know they need to do it. I have a trademark journal called The Real Journal. And it's not always for sale, but when it is, the ladies in my community get first dibs. But this journal helps you lay out everything. I could never find a journal that had all of the things that I wanted. And so for years, I would create my own journal out of using spirals. I wanted a journal where I could time block. So this is really important. So you can look at your calendar, look at your agenda for the day and figure out where your fitness fits in and put it in there. I also like to track the number of days that I've been successful. It feels really good. So I might say like one is seven. So I'm just concentrating on seven days on being like really, really intentional. And you're chunking things down that way so it seems more manageable. Also in the real journal, it's got three spots for you to put your priorities for the day. I know that you are a woman who has a list of things to do that is a mile long. That's not gonna fucking feel good when you go to bed at night and you're like, I did three of the 30 things I need to do. So what I like you to do is to just focus on the top three things that you need to get done today. And when those are done, you can feel really good about it. So there's a spot for that. And then there's also a place for you to take some time and be grateful. I love the practice of morning gratitude while I, I guess, I am woo-woo. I don't know why the fuck I keep fighting this, but originally that that sounded a little too cutesy for my taste, but if you hear me out on it, if you write down things that you're grateful for, it helps train your brain to look for things that are positive. So if every morning you can sit down and write three things that you're grateful for, it's going to improve your day. So woo-woo or not, at least it puts your ass in a good mood, right? There's a spot for that. There's also a place for you to track your weight and track your goal. If you've got a lot of weight to lose, it totally sucks to look at that big number and feel like you're not getting anywhere. So what I recommend you do is chunk it down. Maybe your first goal is to lose 10 pounds, or maybe if you're 
212 pounds, maybe your first goal is to get under 200. But that feels more manageable. So there's a space on there to do that. And you can do that uh, tracking on your own as well. I also track water because as I mentioned, like I can track... I could trace it back. Anytime I have a really shitty day, I'm like, I know I did not get enough water in. If I have cravings and stuff like that, it's because I'm not drinking enough water. That's one of the reasons. But also there's a spot for your power statement. So your power statement is your bad bitch battle cry. (laughs) It's the thing that you say and the workbook walks you through how to create it, but it helps you get really aligned with why you're doing this. So when shit gets tough, you can dig deep to that bad bitch spot in your soul and you can pull it out and say, I'm going to do shit that I don't want to do just because it needs to be done. And then there's a spot for you to write down everything you're eating. You know, Melissa tells you all the time, you need to be tracking. So you need to write down or you need to track in an app all of the food that you're consuming. It's kind of like if you owned a store and the end of the night you didn't cash out the register, you didn't figure out how much money you made and you're just paying your bills and you're not bringing in enough money and you're just being blissfully unaware about about it. That's what it's like to just eat and not track it. And people will say, well, I don't understand why I'm not losing weight. Well, I mean, because you're not really being aware of what you're putting in your mouth, okay? So you have to write it down and then you can look back and go, ah, I see. And then the last spot on there is your nightly reflections. And I've said this before and I'll say it a fucking again. Something that needs to change in your mindset, if it hasn't already, is that when you fuck up, that is not a reflection on you as a human being. It's just data, okay? So what I like to do is I like to look back and go, well, shit, I know that, you know, my workout wasn't that solid. Why? Because I didn't really eat a well-balanced dinner the night before. Like, I could have done better here. And I'll jot that down. And it's not beating myself up. It's like constructive criticism. It allows me to remember the next time when I don't want to take the time to make a really balanced dinner that my, my lift suffers the next day. It doesn't mean I'm not worthy of love or any of that shit. So don't let it spiral and turn into something it's not. But it's a great idea to look back and go, how can I improve upon this badass? How can I improve upon this greatness, right? You've got to have a plan in place, lady. Like, I know you're a badass. You know you're a badass. But you've got to learn to take some more time for yourself. And you've got to learn to carve out your weight loss journey. And that doesn't come from just wishing or thinking about it. You've got to put a plan in place. So that's all I've got for you today. I know you're a bad bitch. I know you are. And if you are a bad bitch and you're not in the community, make sure you check the show notes and join us there. And I'll also put the link for the real journal. I only have a limited supply. So if you're like, oh, I think I want one, girl, I would not delay on that because I'm going to run out. So I'm only having them available for the next three days. And I think I'll sell out before then. But all right, you have a great day. And then I will see you back here next Tuesday. Some of my sons, yeah, and I hope she met chill. That she's smart as fucking always.